Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So last week, my microphone was broken, but as you can probably tell, I've got a new one. So after hours of research, was researching different microphones, I eventually decided to get the exact same one I had before. So I guess it was just the easiest thing to do. You know, researching new equipment is always so annoying. It takes so much time. But oh well, at least I'm back. So if you are listening for the first time, welcome. This is the podcast to practice your English. If you are returning, then welcome back. Today, I want to look at memorizing English vocabulary. So this is a really important thing. Of course, many people really struggle with memorizing vocabulary. And it's a very important part of English, of course. When you get to that kind of intermediate stage, when you're, you've gone beyond beginner and you want to improve, one of the most important things is to focus on vocabulary. I've also got a free resource for you today as well. So if you go to my show notes page, which you will find at ewmichael.com slash vocab, then you will find a summary of everything I speak about in this uh, podcast. And you will find the vocabulary table. It's like a spreadsheet. So this is really useful to record your kind of new words and examples. And also it translates it automatically into your native language. So I will put these resources in my show notes and I'll mention this again later. But for now, I will get into my advice on memorizing vocabulary. So I will split this podcast into five different areas because there are different aspects to remembering words. You know, first of all, you have to learn them. But then the hardest part is actually using them in conversation and remembering them. It's a really tricky thing. So I'm going to try to break it down for you and give you my best advice for keeping them in your memory. So my first piece of advice is to learn the words in context. This is something that you'll hear all over the place and maybe you're already doing this. But it's a mistake I see many people make and that is when people learn words from a vocab list or even a dictionary when people are just learning words but they're not learning them in a sentence or even better a story or an article. There's many reasons why you want to learn in context. One of them simply is that it just helps you remember it more easily if you've got some context to associate that word with. It will make the word more memorable for you. But also, as you may know, English has lots of tricky things like phrasal verbs and dependent prepositions. So let's look at a simple example. The word think, think. If you learn that on its own, that's good, but you might not know how to use it 
in a sentence. For example, you wouldn't know that we often say, think of. For example, I can't think of anything to say. So if you learn it in that sentence, you will know the structure of the sentence. You will know that we usually have the preposition of afterwards. And also you can replace words in that grammar structure. So I can't think of anything to do. I can't think of anything to eat. So you, not only are you learning and practicing the vocabulary, but you're also brushing up on or improving your grammar. So there's many ways you can do this. You could learn words from a TV show that you like, or maybe even words or sentences that you come across in your daily life, like posters on the wall in the street or something like that. So not only will this be useful for you to know, but it will allow your brain to create a connection between that word and the activity you were doing when you saw it. Uh, so that makes it much easier to learn. My second piece of advice is always the best one. And it, this comes up in so many things that I say. Very simply, have fun. So it's very important that you're learning vocabulary you enjoy and that will be useful for you. So I don't know about you, but when I think back to my school days, when I was studying in secondary school, I really hated it. You know, we had to learn French and Spanish and I hated it because it wasn't something I was interested in. The words weren't relevant to my life. I didn't need to know how to say apple. Well, that's what I thought anyway. However, at the time, I was really interested in video games. So if I had studied words related to gaming, I would have enjoyed it much more. Similarly, if you like football, it would be useful to learn football-related vocabulary. For example, striker or defender or goalie, goalkeeper. So that would be useful and hopefully fun for you as well. But of course, if that's not your interest, it would probably be a waste of time because these are not everyday words unless you like football. Um, in addition to this, studies have shown that your brain will learn faster if you're having fun. So this is very important, a big misconception about learning a language. That, uh, studying doesn't have to be boring. Do it in a way that makes you happy. My third piece of advice is something, again, I always, always talk about this because I think it's so important. So maybe I won't you know, go on about this for too long and annoy everyone, but this is creating a study habit. So even the most motivated English students can feel burnt out and tired sometimes. Everyone has days where studying English is the last thing you want to do. So it's really important that you don't just study when you feel like it, because maybe 50% of the time you won't feel like studying. So it's really not a good way if you want to see improvement. So it's really important to create a study routine, ideally every day. So make sure the time is regular, 
Maybe you start at the same time every day, so your brain will automatically think about it. People are busy, of course, I know that. Everyone has busy jobs and busy personal lives, but I think everyone can find an extra 30 minutes to study. If it's really important to you, you can make 30 minutes somewhere in your day. Another thing I'm a really big fan of is a 30-day challenge. Apparently, it takes 21 days to form a habit. I'm not sure if this is actually true, but if that is true, then a 30-day challenge would be perfect. So this is where you challenge yourself to do something new for 30 days. And at the end of the month, you can see if you would like to continue or maybe you've decided it's not for you. You want to stop or change what you're doing. So maybe try creating a goal at a specific time every day where you can study for five or 10 minutes and try to get 30 days in a row without, without stopping. So that's my advice on creating a study habit. Now let's get more specific on how you can study your words. So I'm gonna talk about flashcards now. So chances are you've probably heard about flashcards. They're everywhere. And if you don't know, flashcards are ways where you can study your new words in kind of a timed kind of program. I guess it's quite hard to describe. So what happens is one day you will see a word, you will kind of study that word in whatever way you like, maybe you write it down, you say it out loud, and then you complete the word for that day. If you understand it very well, maybe the word will appear again next week. If you don't really understand it, maybe the word will appear tomorrow. So the idea is repetition. The best way to find out is to try this for yourself. So I really love an app called Anki, that's A-N-K-I, and I'll link to this in my show notes as well. So I use this every day. Whenever I learn a new sentence, I add it to my Anki deck, my flashcards, and I study every day. And as I said, it will repeat that word or sentence at intervals over days and weeks until it sinks into my long-term memory. So I highly recommend flashcards. It's of course a really good way to get some study and practice on the train, at home, wherever you are. And it's, everyone can do this. You can do it on your phone. So it's very simple. Another important part of memorizing vocabulary of this process is of course using the new words. So yes, you can read them, you can practice, but if you really want to help them sink into your memory, it's a good idea to practice using them in some creative way. So many, there are many ways you could do this. You know, one example is making a story. This is what I think is really fun. If you can make a story, a short story about some characters or something and see how many new words you can use in this story. Maybe you could make a story every week and all of the words you've learned in that week, you can include in your story. And of course, you can also include some grammar rules and things like that. Any writing that you can do would be great. You know, you could also write about like a diary, like what you have done in the past week. 
and just see how many new advanced words you can try. But of course, the second way to use words is in conversation. And this might even be the best way because this is probably going to be the most useful for you. So you might want to try to find a language partner who's learning your language so you can share with them and use the words that you learn with them. But I would also recommend a professional teacher, an online tutor. So if you have a little bit more money, you can spend just a few dollars or a few pounds and pay for an online tutor. And this way you don't waste time talking in your native language like you would with a language partner. And if you don't know, this is something that I offer as well. So if you'd be interested in having a lesson with me and improving your English together, you know, working one-to-one, then you can go to my website, you know, go to ewmichael.com slash book, or send me a message if you're interested. You know, let your partner or your teacher know the words you have learned, and they will be happy to help you practice. They will give you some example sentences and talk about the topics to help you practice that. Of course, if you do write any stories in your with your words in English, please send them to me. I would really love to see what you come up with. So you can leave a comment on my show notes page if you like. I would be so happy to see what stories you can make. And of course, I can correct any mistakes you might make as well. So as I said earlier in the podcast, if you go to my show notes page, www.ewmichael.com slash vocab, then you will find the summary of this podcast in a PDF form. And I think the most useful thing is the spreadsheet. So in the spreadsheet, there's areas where you can add all of the words you learn you can create your own examples um, and also tra- it translates into your native language too. It's a really useful way to record what you learn and keep track of your progress. So I highly recommend you check that out. It's completely free. So I'll link to that in my show notes. But yes, I think I will leave it there for today. So those are my, I think that was five tips, five pieces of advice to help you memorize vocab. So let's just quickly review. Number one, learn words in context. Number two, have fun. Number three, create a study habit. Four, use flashcards such as Anki. And number five is use the new words in stories, diaries, or conversations with native speakers. I hope that was useful. Um, This is all coming from my own experience um, as a language learner as well. And it's worked really well for me. So thank you very much for watching. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I would really appreciate a review. I'm so happy when I can get reviews on Apple Podcasts or where else can you do podcasts? I don't know, Stitcher, Spotify. Be so grateful. And of course, I will also read your review in the podcast as well, just to give you a shout out. Another thing I want to mention that maybe I don't talk about enough, at least I don't think I do, and that would be my online courses. So if you 
go to my website, again, this will be in the show notes, I have two free email courses. There's one on phrasal verbs, which is like grow up, look down, turn up, all these hard words. And another course on English expressions, like, you know, raining cats and dogs, or I have the best of both worlds. All these expressions that are common in conversation. So if you want to improve your English conversation skills, so you can sign up to these email courses and each day you will receive a new email practicing the content. If you want to sound more natural, like a native speaker, these are both essential. You really do need them. So for example, with the phrasal verb course, there are five days. Each day you will get a lesson and a video from me in your email inbox. You can study along at home, learn a bit every day. And also I've got some free resources that I will give you at the end as well. So again, if you're interested in that, I'll put a link in my show notes, ewmichael.com slash vocab. Also, some of you may be wondering, where is the English in the media section? So this is something I've been doing every week where we look at some language from a kind of a movie or a TV show. But actually, I found it really hard this week because I haven't watched anything. I haven't seen anything all week. So I'm really not sure what to include. So I'm going to skip it for today. I'm not sure about next week. But if you really enjoy this section, please let me know if I get good feedback from people telling me that they like the English in the media, then I will definitely bring it back. Um, if you find it useful, so let me know, uh, reach out to me and tell me what you think. Thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it. I will see you next week for the, I believe it's the 13th episode of the podcast. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.